Hello and welcome to another edition of the School Safety Free Period. I'm Amanda Klinger. And I'm Dr. Amy Klinger. And we are with the School Educators School Safety Network. We are a national nonprofit organization and we provide school safety training and resources and technical assistance to schools throughout the U.S. and Canada. And typically, we are very scholarly, we are very serious, and we take the work of school safety very seriously. But every once in a while, we have our school safety free period where we have a few laughs at wild and wonderful world of school safety. So typically, how this happens is one of us has a story that is almost too absurd to be true, but it is true, ripped from the headlines, as it were, and we talk about it. And then typically we have some takeaways about some extra, some sort of legitimate and educational lesson to be learned about the work of school safety. So it's been a tough week for t- tough couple of weeks for schools. Um, there's been some significant tragedies happening and so um, well actually those we discuss in our um, school safety news but so I wanted to kind of deviate from that and and just look at the other things that the other craziness that was happening while the tragic um, stuff was going on Um, and again you know I think it's always important to point out these are potential safety issues as well Mm -hmm. Um, It's just that they turn out with a little happier ending. So we can sort of make a little bit light of those because they are kind of absurd and ridiculous, but they are legitimate safety concerns that we need to uh, be concerned with. So, And and it's a very fine line between what is a tragedy and what is sort of a near miss that we can chuckle at. And and so that is, you know, that's sort of one of those things if you didn't laugh a little bit, you would cry. And so we bring you some of these lighter side of things yeah, so we're gonna do we're really gonna do two two different things today. We're gonna look at the behavior of folks and then we're gonna look at guns. Okay. <laughs> so let's okay. start with the behavior of folks. So we have a situation in California um, that just occurred and luckily there was a construction worker nearby. Wait, what, who, what happened um, in California? Well, I'm I'm just going to tell you, oh. but I'm just just want you to know that the construction worker documented this for us. Okay. Or we would never know that this occurred. Um, it occurred on an elementary school playground uh-huh. when a teacher who is supervising recess suddenly gets some impulse that I'm not quite sure what, strips down naked and chases the children around the playground. What? <laughs> Uh, they are second um, and fifth grade students. Wait, wait as this is a professional educator. Well, we, we don't know. Uh, I can tell you what the school said officially. An individual began behaving in an unusual way. An individual employed by the school? One um, of our employees. Actually, he was a contracted employee who worked for, um, it looks like a, a subcontractor. Uh, but he was, yes, a professional educator. Yes. Um, Holy who, well, but, you know, it has a, a happy ending because the kids all ran inside screaming and the building went into lockdown um, and the kids ran into the classrooms. And then the construction worker documented him putting his pants back on. So he did get dressed again. Um, and then the parents were notified via an automated phone call. I would like to hear what you, you say in that automated <laughs> phone call. Attention, elementary I know that parents. Johnny may tell you something crazy happened today on recess. Um, and, and it, it did. did. It did. It's all true. Um, uh, so, yeah, they're investigating. Um, but 
Um, you know, and I, I guess would would like to think that there is some reason here that I don't I, know. I mean, I, but maybe I, like a. It's probably there's say, probably like a sad mental health reason. Yeah, like that's probably this. I don't. This sort of meet to me seems to sort of go beyond the poor judgment of the bus yeah. driver that we discussed, who said they, that he was going to blow, blow up, up school, school as a way yeah. to connect with students. Yeah. Um, this to me seems to sort of go beyond that and more into the realms of something was happening. With but this it certainly does. Wow, does uh, put us in probably the theme today of the common theme being administrators having to deal with stuff where you're going, what? Wait, what happened? What? And Man. so there's that one. Okay. Um, and so while we're on the... Uh, What's the takeaway here? Let's hope that... I don't know. I mean, aside from whatever may have happened in this particular instance, it's really important to have adequate supervision on your playground. Because, you know, kids could fall off <laughs> the swings. one person decides to... No. <laughs> go. I don't know if adequate supervision really would have prevented this specific instance. But adequate supervision on the playground is just always an important well, concern. Go. All right, hey, good. I can make anything into That's an important takeaway. Take okay. Okay, so now we have a second uh, professional. This is another professional educator who has been arrested for allegedly saying he was going to murder children. <laughs> Um, and again, in, in 28 years in public education, I have to say there are times where I may have thought things like, ooh, this kid. I can't say that I ever verbalized um, the desire, but let me tell you what he said. Um, this is the direct quote from the said police it to report. Whom? Um, he was commenting to another teacher um, near the end of the day at an elementary school. Hey, what this units is... do you have going up there? I don't know, but I'm going to murder children. <laughs> what? Um, this is I... an elementary school. Now, here's the quote. I'm going to murder everyone in the building. Scratch that. I'm going to murder everyone's children in the building and make them watch. So we went from the more innocuous oh. of, oh, I could kill that kid, to... I am going to murder everyone's children in the building. And so you can sort of see. So he's mad at the adults. I, I don't know, but you can see where <laughs> it got dark real fast, where it went from. And again, picture you're the person standing next to this guy where you're first like, yeah, I know. And then where you go, wait, what? From the, oh, I'm going to murder everyone. <laughs> to I'm going to murder everyone's children in the building and make them watch. Now, the motivation sounds behind this am- comment. Sounds real ambitious. The um, the motivation behind this comment is because he had, this individual had gotten in trouble for an unrelated sexual comment about girls. Now, he works oh. in an elementary school. Let's just all make sure that we're... Um, and then, so, I guess, the other part that's a little bit um, sort of ironic um, is the staff member that hears this mm-hmm. calls the non-emergency line um, to let the, the SRO know, but... The SRO was gone, so nothing happened. So the call went nowhere. Um, so then several <laughs> days later, um, it finally catches up. Um, then he says something and is going through a divorce, and there's lots of personal trauma, I think, or trials and tribulations happening. He leaves um, his home and says he's heading to the school where he's not supposed to be because he's on administrative leave. For threatening to murder everyone's children. For murdering everyone's children. You know, as you you do, as that happens. Um, And so the school ends up going into um, a lockdown. So, yeah, it got... 
he went from bad to worse to worser, if that's possible. Um, however, just to get his side of the story, he denied that he made a threat to harm anyone, but he admitted that he wished a slow and painful death for <laughs> unnamed people. Now, as the attorney in the room, I don't know if that would be your advice to, like, cop to the <laughs> I Wishing wish a slow it. and painful death. Uh, my advice to this person would be stop talking. Yeah. Full stop. Stop talking, period. Just yep. don't. Don't say anything else. Don't say sexual comments about girls. Don't say who you're going to murder. Don't say what kind of death you wish for. Stop yeah. talking. Period. So there we are okay. with that one. Okay. Don't know if there's a takeaway there. I hope that start to turn around for him and yeah. mostly that he stops talking. Okay, so now let's transition quickly to the gun thing. Just where you, because you did a really nice segue without knowing it, where you said the just stop talking sort mm -hmm. of thing. Okay. So this one just happened. We could just rename this podcast as Just Stop Talking <laughs> just because stop I feel talking. like 90% of these are just just stop talking. So just we, don't say that. we have a situation in Alabama where we have a 16-year-old mm -hmm. um, who gets into an altercation at school. Mm -hmm. um, they're fighting, yelling, whatever. He pulls out his gun as, you know, you should do at school. Carry it with you, I guess. Oh, during a fight at school, he pulls out his gun. Yes, has his gun. <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling, I have a bad feeling that there's a, but wait, there's more. Because that's pretty yep. incredible to begin with. Okay. Um. So um, he, uh, uh, the assistant principal spots him with the gun, tries to calm him down, which again, you know, and, and not being funny, but being serious. We talk about the 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 dangers inherent in confronting someone with right. a weapon right. and trying to, quote-unquote, talk them down when right. they have committed to a path of violence. Right. Now, in this particular case, he is not. Um, but once, you know, someone has fired a weapon and is shooting, actively shooting people, we're not reasoning anymore. Well, we're, like, a, right. overpowering. And, and when we talk reasoning. about that, that's a bit, there's a very big difference between someone walks into the office brandishing a gun, as in, I'm about to begin a school shooting, is a very different thing than... A kid who is getting into a fight and then, oh, right, actually have a gun on me. Let me whip that out and move right, it but around. Still, I mean, that's very still dangerous. Still very dire, very dangerous circumstances. But those are those are two different. Well, uh, so the things, the yeah. assistant principal, God love him, um, tries to defuse the situation, which is probably a good choice. Yeah. At this point, um, the student takes off running, and I'm just reading the police the uh, media report. I'm sure that this is not the way they would describe it, but. The media report says the student took off running and led a group of administrators on a chase around campus. <laughs> they make it sound like a Keystone Cop sort of thing. Like Is that the yakety sacks? And they're like running. Yeah, or the yakety sacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is not in it's not any funny, way it's... The, what, how I would describe a chase around campus. And having, as an administrator, had kids that you did essentially chase around campus. Uh, <laughs> That is not in any way a funny sort of thing. But How does the Yakety Sack song even go? I'm trying to... I'm not singing on the podcast. <laughs> uh, so now, con continue. So then they finally catch up with him, and then he fires his gun into the air four or five times. Yeah, so, I mean, think of is how this, this could have gone south yeah. so fast. So we have now this 16-year-old... Oh at the OK who Corral. has now been charged with a variety of things, like firing a weapon. Um, yeah, he ends up in court now. Unsurprisingly. Um, yep. 
and they he they add an additional but he, he charge. But he never fires at anyone. There's no injuries. There's no fatalities. No. It's important to no, know. He's been firing note. in the air. Okay. Okay. So they add an additional charge of making a terrorist threat. Okay. Um, and he reads the charge from the paper and says, "F this and f the court system," and throws the paper down and leaves. Leave. At, walks out of the courtroom. Does he not? Is he not in custody? Don't know. Uh, the judge orders the teen back into the court and made him apologize for his actions. Uh huh. So we apparently have an individual with like poor impulse control on yeah. a lot of fronts, and then this whole notion of uh, yeah, f this because f yeah, the court system. And again, court. I'm sure the judges, attorney was like, oh, oh yeah. yes, please, please. judges That's love that. Yeah. Did they have a yakety sack style chase around the court? No, I don't Important know. Important question. I don't know. Apparently, but this whole like. Do do crazy stuff and leave apparently seems to be working, or at least yeah. used to. Um, and so then, of course, he's going to be charged as an adult, not surprisingly. <laughs> and then finally, let's wrap this all up with a little lighter side. In Texas, um, we have a criminal justice class okay. um, that is going to <laughs> do... Is it a college? A firearm simulation, yes, okay. it's at a community college. Okay. Um, and the instructor takes a live weapon and puts it in the box so that it will, in a box, so it will not be confused with the training weapon. So it's, I have my live weapon, but let me put it away in this box so that it doesn't get confused with the weapon that we're going to use for training. Oh, Can you get, guess? Did someone get shot? Can you guess? Oh. what? And then what happens? It goes off. Um, a student thinks, oh, okay, it's my turn to train. I'm going to take the training weapon out of this box, box <laughs> and fires it at the wall. Uh, blows a hole in the wall. Uh, and went through and broke a window on the other side. Luckily, um, no one was injured. <laughs> Can you picture? I'm taking this and I'm putting it in the box. Is this a Monty Python sketch? <laughs> I'm putting it in the box, and then you. So as, I go in the box but, and use the live weapon. Right. So you, as the person, go. Okay. There's two things. There's. I need a training one. There's this one that's sitting right here, easily accessible, or there's the one that's cleverly concealed in this box. I bet the one I'm supposed to use is not the one that's sitting here, right <laughs> in my face. I think I'm supposed to use this one okay, but, that's secured in this box. Okay, but didn't. The, you said that a law enforcement official took their live weapon and put it in the box, and then did they, what, go turn towards the wall and go, ah, <laughs> were they not there going, no, 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 not the one in the box. Maybe I mean, they took it and shuffled it like cups, on, like, you know, shells. <laughs> they played the like, show game. Do, 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 back and forth. Okay, which one? In the box, not in the box. In the box, not in the box. I don't know. Maybe that was the training. And Maybe I'm it was you, an inception. Maybe it was a training within the training, and they failed. I'm well, they failed. You, whether that was part of the training or not. Every teacher listening to this is going, "Yup, I give the world's clearest directions," <laughs> and someone still does the thing that is more difficult and more incorrect. And luckily, most of the time, your instructions are not about live weapons, but still, okay. So there you go. Um, and then just to know how we spin it the correct way, the spokesperson for the college said the incident serves as a reminder of the importance of firearm safety. <laughs> <laughs> that was why we did it. 
That was, you know, the yeah. guy... The they plan, by the way, they plan on installing heavy-duty metal lock boxes in the classrooms, which isn't going to make a difference <laughs> if the person goes, time for the demo, let heavy, me get into this heavy metal lockbox. <laughs> so what you're trying, what I, what I hear you saying is that the kid that we talked about just before this, F this F the court system, Mr. Him, he just serves to demonstrate the importance of physical fitness of the people who are going to be chasing them around i don't know the campus. i can't do I, don't, a, I can't really do a takeaway on, that, spin one on that no yikes but that's what was happening this week while sad tragic and serious things were happening this was also there was happening. A, but but again let's do the takeaway each one of these things we can imagine a very dark ending right to all of right. these um which i guess is kind of the takeaway is we can laugh about these things, but this craziness could have ended up in a very different place. Well, and I think also the takeaway is if our notion of school safety, if you're at a school where the notion of school safety is we had active shooter training one time last year, therefore we are safe moving forward in perpetuity and we don't need to think about this, we don't need to have discussions about this, we don't need to be prepared or trained or have our folks be empowered, you're wrong because all of these things that we talk about where where there's a very fine line between a tragic ending and a us sort of joking maybe in poor taste ending is a very it's a very fine line and none of those were that quote unquote traditional active shooter scenario so there's a lot of potential but the people that had the potential to be harmed would have been just as harmed yeah. whether it was a textbook case or this crazy accident you know of any of these things yeah. that occurred yeah. So there you have it. Well, if you have a too absurd to be true, but it is true story, we always like to get those from folks. You can email them to us, info at eschoolsafety.org. Or just email us and tell us what you think. We'd like feedback, too. <laughs> just be our pen pals. Just email us whatever you think. <laughs> I guess. Um, if you're looking for more uh, research or resources, we have a lot of free resources and we have information about the work that we do and the training that we offer, you can head to our website, which is www.eschoolsafety.org. Please do rate and review and subscribe to this podcast. Um, when you do that, and the reason that we always ask, when you do that, that helps us get in, in front of people who are interested in this, like-minded folks who maybe aren't aware of the podcast and uh, need to be. And you also can always send the information on to your colleagues. If you have someone that you know would like to listen to this, we would we would appreciate it if you send it to them. And, and if you haven't had a chance to see the serious side, as we mentioned, there's a lot of stuff yeah. happening right now in schools that you most likely need to be aware of that's not as funny. Um, and so make sure that you check out our School Safety News podcast as well. Sure. And you can both of our podcasts anywhere you normally get your podcasts. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. I think that's it. That's a lot of places. <laughs> You're just trying to think of all the places you can think of. <laughs> all right. There you go. Thanks.